Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to season three of She Leads Podcast Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Quishara Halliburton. While many neglect to follow their dreams due to setbacks like procrastination, fear, and a lack of resources, she uses those very things as stepping stones to her success. For Quishara L. Halliburton, CEO and founder of Quishara Detroit Publishing, LLC, her greatest success to date has come from living outside the box and operating in her God-given gifts and purpose and she encourages others to do the same. In addition to producing her fair share of personal literary works, she works diligently to provide tools, resources, and motivation for new authors worldwide, positioning them to tell their stories in excellence and excel in the marketplace. After 22 years in corporate America, while working in every field from education, insurance, and real estate to construction, sales, and public relations, Quishara knew it was time for a shift. Blazing the trail for many, she founded Quishara Detroit Publishing in 2017, where she doesn't just seek to build a database of clientele. Educating them about the publishing process, marketing, building an author platform, and more, she takes time to go above and beyond the services other publishers offer. Whereas many publishers focus on the end product, Quishara is committed to client education and great customer service, what many would consider to be a lost art. When she's not birthing best-selling authors, she's working to pin her next literary masterpiece. Currently working on two books simultaneously centered around success, Quishara is also working on an ebook and workbook centered around procrastination. In the future, she will host podcasts that will highlight tips on self-publishing, marketing, and more for authors. Her versatility and broad range of knowledge from working in various industries sets her above competitors, causing many of her clients to become repeat customers. Whether she's publishing a client's book, or coaching them on the writing and publishing process, Quishara encourages authors and entrepreneurs alike to think outside the norm and reach their highest level of potential. For her, writing creative stories to motivate and inspire others to live their best life and operate in their true giftings and callings is much more than a career or position. It's her passion. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Quishar Halliburton. Okay, so Shar, I read your bio and I love your passion to live outside the box and teach others how to do the same. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so Shar, I would like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leads Podcast. Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. I appreciate this opportunity, Nicole. 
You're welcome. Okay, so now let's talk about leadership. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Shar? I would agree. Um, We all have abilities that um, we can use in leadership. Um, So I totally agree with that statement. Okay. And can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? Sure. Thank you for that question. I realized that I was a leader when I was in elementary school. When I was in my younger years, I wasn't even a teenager yet but just with the dealings with my school teachers and my parents, they just helped me to a you know, high standard and asked me to do certain responsibilities and then things that I would just do on my own. So I uh, noticed that I was a leader probably around the time in elementary school. Okay. All right. Yes, and I will say that um, our parents or our leaders do often see stuff in us that we don't see in ourselves and push us to limits that we may think, why are they picking on me or why are they putting so much on me? But we don't realize that it's all setting us up for the greater good or the bigger goal. So thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Shar, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? Sure. That's a great question. Now, what I believe to be my code of leadership is basically just trusting my own intuition, trusting my gut, and being able to just move forward based upon what I feel. Um, I feel like I have a good judge of uh, character and different situations. So I'm learning as I'm getting older and more mature. I'm learning just to trust my intuition and to go on what I feel is going to, you know, work out for the best. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes. I definitely agree that trusting your gut or your intuition is definitely a code of leadership, one that I don't always follow, but I do know that uh, we need to follow more often. So thanks for that reminder. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Shar, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? Sure. I think failure is an opportunity for us to find out what does not work. First of all, through failure, we know automatically what does not work because the situation, if we weren't able to accomplish our goal initially, but we can see that it kind of helps us to find creative ways to make things happen. I think that failure is a stepping stone. And I feel that when you fail at something, sometimes it kind of shows you uh, the entire picture and it helps you to come up with creative ways to accomplish a goal. Okay, I like that. Yes, and I do agree that failure can help us come up with creative ways to make things happen. So thanks for sharing that. Okay, so Shar, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? Sure. Um, Sometimes in the beginning of leadership, I felt like I would not take a look at the entire situation and I would kind of overthink things based upon what I think might happen. So I've learned to try to step back and assess the entire situation before making decisions. And I feel like being able to evaluate the entire situation 
will kind of help me kind of hone in on what's needed in order to make a better decision next time. Okay. All right. So I think I heard a few things is to uh, times when you felt in the past was when you overthought a situation and well, looked at things in a narrow sight as as opposed to looking at the bigger, broader picture. And that caused you to fail at whatever the circumstance or situation may have been. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So, Shar, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? I initially think that it's harder sometimes because when you are in a leadership situation, some men try to challenge you. They try to break you to see if you can handle leadership. Sometimes you have to be smart, confident, and have a high emotional intelligence because being able to handle situations without making it an emotional kind of situation, sometimes that kind of helps you to be looked at as serious. Because sometimes we wear our emotions on our sleeve, but, and sometimes when we do that, it takes away a little bit from our credibility. I don't think it's a, it's a problem to show your emotions, but just don't let your emotions get the best of you in leadership situations. Okay. Yes. And I uh, do definitely understand where you're coming from. Women do tend to be more emotional than men, and that can be looked at negatively in leadership and aspects of leadership. So thanks for sharing that. All right. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Shar, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Sure. The first tip that I have is when you first have a new task, I always pray about it and ask for guidance. And I always ask the Lord to put people in my path that can help me with certain situations. So that's the first thing I do is pray. And the second thing that's been very important for me is to remove distractions because so many different distractions can stop us from accomplishing our goal. And sometimes distractions can even be people. So if I'm working on a situation and it's just like somebody that's kind of like nagging me about something or, you know, something that's kind of throwing me off, then I'll tell that person, you know what, I'm trying to handle a situation right now. Let's pick up this uh, situation later on. So sometimes even people can uh, be a distraction. So I try to remove distractions. And the third thing is I make a complete concrete plan of action and I stick to it until you're finished. Sometimes when we start working on something and we start multitasking, sometimes it gets us away from our goal. So what I like to do is just try to pay attention to that one goal and accomplish that goal And once I finish that goal, then I can pick up the other activities. Okay, thank you for that. I really like those. And I want to say this was the first time that I heard Prey mentioned as a way to be productive. And I can say that I agree with you uh, 100%. So thank you for that, as well as remove distractions. I love that and actually understand what a distraction is. Because like you said, a distraction, people think, oh, Facebook, our phones, the TV. But a distraction can be an individual. So I like that as well. And then have a plan of action and follow through with our plan of action. So thank you. I love those tips for product. Productivity. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, Shar, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? 
Okay, that's a great question, Nicole. So kind of pinpointing one experience. Well, I can tell you just working with great leaders that's been in industries that I've worked in for years. So like for the most part of my career, I've been an insurance agent. And just being able to work with one of my mentors who taught me just about everything that I know about insurance, he was just so level-headed and he taught me to be accountable and not just to take one answer. Like if I ask a person something like, say for instance, someone's come to get insurance and I ask them a question and just give me a, a general answer. He kind of taught me to push, push a little bit, push the envelope a little bit and ask for more information so that I can accomplish the goal. So I just felt like being in the presence of people who have years of knowledge and you can kind of glean on that knowledge, I think that was, you know, very helpful and it made me, you know, more of a successful insurance agent. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yes, I do like that. Actually having people around you that you can learn from and pull from their knowledge to help you be more knowledgeable and to also keep you accountable uh, is definitely blessings in the leadership journey. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay. So Shar, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? Sure. The best advice that I've received from a leader and also just from being a leader, is just learning to listen. Learning to listen more and not be so anxious to solve a problem. Just being able to listen and when you listen to others, it just shows them that what they're saying to you is important. So learning to listen to the situation and kind of stepping back and evaluating the situation before you speak. I think that has been a valuable lesson that I've learned. And also with making decisions, it's so important that we look at the big picture and not so anxious to answer because we feel like we know so much. I think it's just, you know, sometimes when someone asks you a question, I think it's good to sometimes just pause a little bit and kind of think about it and not be so anxious to say, oh, I have the answer. Just kind to, you know, kind of uh, waiting and just kind of rethinking the situation before you give an answer. So I think that's important. And also being accountable. I think accountability plays a very important part in being a leader. If you are accountable, you are able to accept when you're wrong, you're able to learn, and you're able to handle the situation a little bit better because you've looked at both sides of the situation. Okay. All right. Thanks for that. Uh, I heard a few things. I'll go on my favorite. Look, everyone else can pick their own favorite, but I'll go on my favorite. (laughs) Which was basically evaluating before speaking and pausing, uh, the power of the pause. Oh my goodness. This is something that I need to keep telling myself and telling myself and telling myself, you know, because as a, I'll I'll just go on being a mom. As a mom, you know, I want to solve all my child's problems. Like I have a college student. So I want to solve all her problems. But that pause, you know, that pause is so important because sometimes people don't even want you to solve the problem. They just want you to, like you said, just to listen, you know, just to listen and be there for them. And then too, that pause helps you to make sure that you're understanding correctly to take everyone's feelings into consideration and, and perspective and things like that. So I totally agree with you 100% that evaluating before you speak and pausing and listening and being accountable are all great, great advice. 
to be a successful leader. So thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Okay, so you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel great. I was a little bit nervous, but you know, this is the learning process. Yes, nothing to be nervous about. Awesome, (laughs) awesome. Well, thank you again, Shar, for being our guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Yes, thank you so much. First of all, I'd like to thank you, Nicole, for the opportunity to be a guest on your podcast. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Now, um, I do have an ebook that I have out right now. It's called Everything They Won't Tell You About Procrastination. With this ebook, I basically tell my journey about how procrastination stopped me from following some of my entrepreneurial goals and dreams that I've had. I was good, you know, doing my uh, nine to five job, but I've always had some goals that I wanted to accomplish, but I was kind of scared to do it and I would procrastinate. And so it's just a 24 page ebook workbook that just talks about how procrastination uh, stopped me from pursuing my goals and then how I worked through it. And it gives you nine tips to reverse the curse of procrastination. So that is available now. And I have an upcoming book. It should be available around the first of the year. It's called Skyrocket Your Success. And basically, this book is geared to professional women that are teetering on success but haven't met the highest success in life yet. And it just talks about its 10 tips to increase your success factor. And it talks about how it's important to own your own definition of success and basically how we have We already have the things that we need to be successful in life. We just need to hone in on those things and then just go for it. All right. I love that. Thank you. Yes, listeners, please check out Shar's book. They sound like something we all need to stop procrastination and just hone in and go after our gifts. So thank you for that. Okay, Shar, well, thank you again for being our guest. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you so much. And I forgot uh, for my social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Q, like Kushar, D, like Detroit Publishing. And you'll find information on my books there as well. Thank you so much, Nicole. You're welcome. I really enjoyed this interview with Shar, and I hope you did as well. I agree with Shar's view on trusting your instincts. Our gut instinct or intuition is our immediate understanding of something. It is important that we realize there's no need to think it over or get another opinion once our guts or intuition tells us what to do. Listening to your intuition is trusting yourself and helps to avoid unhealthy relationships and individuals. We have been blessed with the ability to tell when something is right or wrong. But oftentimes, we ignore this feeling. Ignoring your internal instincts can be very harmful and hurting to your life. If it doesn't feel right, then it probably isn't. Shar and I encourage you to trust yourself and be comfortable making the decisions that are best for you. I admire Shar's courage to stop procrastinating and take control of her life. Procrastination is an issue that many people face, including myself. For whatever reason, we choose to wait 
and put off what needs to be done. My question would be why? Why do we often insist on avoiding what will actually make us feel better and our lives easier? I would love to know your view on procrastination and your perspective on how to handle avoiding it. If you care to share, join the She Leads podcast discussion group to talk about it. Tell us your insight and advice by responding under the post about procrastination. I look forward to your input. I can relate to Shar's struggle with looking at the big picture as I have also struggled with this in the past and sometimes continue to do so. As Shar advised, it is important to take a step back and assess the entire situation before making decisions. Thinking things over by looking at the smaller picture causes us to miss important and necessary aspects in the grand scheme of things. A quote by Alvin Toffler reads, you've got to think about the big things while you're doing small things so that all the small things go in the right direction. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Char suggested that we remove distractions from our life. According to Char, distractions stop us from getting to our goal and can take the form of people, places, or things. If we want to be successful, distractions have to be avoided. My takeaway for this week is to avoid and remove the distractions in my life. Ways that I plan to do so is by turning the ringer off on my phone when I need to focus on important tasks, setting clear boundaries with myself and others on when I cannot be disturbed, and bringing myself back when I stray away from what's really important. We would love to know how you block and avoid distractions. You can add your tips on the She Leads podcast discussion group under the distractions and how you avoid them post if you dare to share. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. Are you struggling with your leadership effectiveness personally or professionally? Could you use some help in attaining the goals you set for yourself, your team, or your company? Do you know what it takes to hit the mark but need some accountability to get there? My leadership challenge for you is to get out of your own way and reach out to Nicole Walker Network today. Nicole Walker Network is here to help you be the successful person you know you are. Email Nicole Walker Network at info at NicoleWalker.net to set up your personal consultation and continue on your path to greatness. You are already a great person. With Nicole Walker Network, you can become even better. Follow us on Facebook at She Leads Podcast and Nicole Walker Network. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nicole underscore Walker underscore Network. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode of She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment with Quishar Halliburton. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.